Hello everyone, welcome to the North and Artist Conversation. My name is Mark Kelly. I am your host. I would say the host with the most, but you know, I'm sure there's other more well, mostly hosts out there than I am, so I'm just your host. I'm just a regular guy. Thank you very much for um, you know stopping by, checking us out. Always appreciate it. It's uh, it's lovely to see you here again. Uh, if you're watching, um, cheer. Thank you very much. If you're listening, um, you know, wicked. Thank you very much. We um, yeah, we really do appreciate it. The audience is growing ever so slightly. It keeps incrementally increasing. So it's um, yeah. Thanks for stopping by, checking us out. Um, if you haven't already, please make sure you uh, like, share, and subscribe to the uh, YouTube. And uh, if you're on the Facebook, um, yeah, make sure that you follow us uh, as well uh, for more up-to-date content. Um, I'm going to flick to my flick to my my uh, my camera now. Um, it's uh, it's an interesting time. What are we? October. October, middle of October too. Uh, hopefully the uh, the All Blacks are doing well at the rugby. Pretty sure they are. We should be okay. Um, yeah, Rugby World Cup's going at the moment. That'll that'll date the podcast specifically. Um, and it's getting warmer. You know, well, it's almost at the point now we're in the studio. We've got to bring the fan in because it's just starting to get a little bit humid. But um, no, everything's great. Um, today's guest was um, was it was a first for us. Uh, and a very cool first. So, um, this guest uh, has uh, been watching the podcast for a little while, uh, about a year, and he also, you know, kind of every now and then will drop a comment and, and stuff like that on the the YouTube or the uh, Facebook page. No, YouTube on the YouTube page only. Sorry, and um, you know, uh, I I got to meet him at the uh, Sandbox Fandom Festival uh, that was held a few weeks ago, and um, he is a an artist, and he is also does a bit of mu- music work and a bit of poetry as well. So I was like, mate, let's get you on the podcast. This will be super cool. And um, came in, sat down, um, and just killed it. Man, we had such a good time. So many uh, laughs. Uh, a lot of uh, you know, a few few Britishisms in there as well. It was cool. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to let you guys enjoy this. Let's sit down and have a conversation with Maddie Fox. Oh, yes, good man. Yeah. Good man. Okay, so... Maddie Fox, welcome to the North and Artists Conversation. Thank you very much for coming on, man. I really God do appreciate bless. it. Thank you for having me. Um, this is really cool because you are um, a longtime fan. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say long time. I mean, I've been following you for about almost a year now. Yeah, um, wow. I like I found you earlier in what well, later in 2022. Yeah. Um, Whenever that episode with Ashley came out. Oh, Ash Ellis, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the first one you did. Um, whenever that came out is how I found you. Okay. And I've been watching ever since. Wow, so that would be... That would be about... That actually be around this time last year. Wow, yeah. so you've been... And it's cool because like every now and then I'll see like a... You'll throw a comment up on, um, you know, the uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um. And then, obviously, we actually got to meet at the Sandbox Fandom Festival. Yeah. Which was cool. And um, as soon as I realized who you were, it was important for me to get you on. Because it's like, oh, you're a fan. <laughs> yeah. But you're also an artist. Well, not also that you are the artist. That's the most important thing. The fact that you're a, a podcast supporter is is nice, mm-hmm. um, but not essential. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... You know, you've you've got some uh, bits and pieces with you here today. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to sort of touching base on that. Where it'll be great. Yeah. When do you want me to grab that? We'll get to it. Okay. Okay. We'll get to it. I guess what I want to do is you're a very unique person and a unique personality. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to take this opportunity to learn more about you. So Yeah, as most episodes should be. That, well, yeah, yeah, because that's what we're doing, right? We, we yeah. need to find out about the person now. Yeah, pick my brain, please. Excellent. Am I, uh, so I'm just going to dive on in. 
yeah to and the brain space yeah just just don't don't go in the deep end it's very very uh it's very very um dark 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 okay we'll start in the shallows yes <laughs> yes so first question i always like to sort of go with is what do you remember about growing up in in your house and and creativity and things like that what was it like for you well um yeah that's a very very yeah you grab it yes yeah, that, that that's a very um uh, I, I I can't say that answer without being too full of shit. But um, I, <laughs> wow, I, okay. I can definitely I can definitely say that from what I remember is that my my uh, my passion or whatever I get into, my parents supported it no matter what. Okay. So I was always I, I it it started with a small little thing I wanted to do. Okay. And then it sort of evolved into multiple things and until i got here um do you remember what, what it was that kind of started it off yeah yeah um it depends on which thing you're talking about um whether it be my drawings my pieces or my music uh or my love for film that all started for me at the ripe age of five five yeah was there one thing that kind of came first and then it sort of snowballed from there well it's hard to really put my finger on it but i can definitely tell you that um when i was growing up i was diagnosed with autism okay uh or asperger's syndrome uh asd whichever you want to call it i call it asd for short and um at the time, I didn't know what that meant, but I struggled with um, behavioral stuff. But it wouldn't be like ADHD where it's like, yeah, like it, it would be. It <laughs> I'm would, sorry, how did that go again? Oh, just, yeah. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> He's going to have a cough. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so cool. But um, no, mine was more like I didn't talk. Um sometimes i would go for quite a while without talking and i thought that was just normal right and okay if i didn't want to talk to people i would just say please please i don't feel like talking right okay and i would spend my time drawing and writing fictional made-up stories um the primary school teachers who i need to add were very very nice to me and they believed in me all the way uh, um they noticed i excelled a lot at both art and also f creative writing oh wow okay i didn't like math and yeah. most things like that um because i had math dyslexia or something so anything over complicated i do not understand and right i still struggle with it today and that's why I don't try to have anything that's analog clocks or anything like that. Right, okay. Um, anything that's easy to understand that I can wrap my head around it. But um, back to what I was saying was um, when, when I was... I can remember the first time this, the idea sprung where I wanted to do art. Cool, It okay. was it, the first... The first iteration of me wanting to do that was illustration, um, specifically for books. Um, I was a massive bookworm. When I wasn't talking, yeah. I, I was at the library at my primary school. I was reading everything. Oh, wow. Um, um, specifically, what I can remember is my mom would give me books. Yeah. And if I read all the books, she would reward me. Or, or Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like with ice cream or anything. It would be like, if you finish this book, I'll buy you another book. Or right, okay, right. And So there wasn't like... Um, yeah, they... It wasn't kind of like a, a project reward type thing. You know, it's like, nah, you I, get this, you get a Moro bar, you know, do this, you'll eat dinner tonight. I did this because I wanted to, okay, and yeah. she encouraged it. Cool. She was just like me 
uh, or I I should say I was a little just like her when she was younger. Right. Okay. Um, she tells me these stories of her growing up in Norway, and I always listen because she's very very encouraging, and I I need I need to show that amount of respect because of how how uh, how she helped me in yeah. my adolescence and stuff. Um, and she, the type of stuff she let me read would be like J.R.R. Tolkien. Like I was six years old reading Lord of the Rings and I, I'd be also reading Narnia. Uh, I'm 48 and haven't read Lord of the Rings, man. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I've read the entire series. That's not for a lack of trying though. I mean, I, you know, I got through, I think I got through a third of the way through Fellowship of the Ring mm-hmm. and it was like... You know, I'd met some dude from someone who was part of some clan who'd just been off somewhere. And they hadn't even bloody gotten to Bilbo's birthday party. I was just like, (laughs) dude, this is just, no. Can we just, I, so. (laughs) I. Maybe I have ADD. Because I like James Patterson because his books are like super fast and action filled. And by the way, my mum loves, she loves James Patterson. Mm -hmm. Um, Super quick and easy. Uh, if you're specifically talking about, uh, I don't know if I'm mistaking for someone else, the comedy writer, the one that writes comedy books, uh, or is that someone else? That is someone else. James Patterson is very much a, a thriller. Oh, okay. Thriller kind of guy. (laughs) I was thinking of someone else, but, um, yeah, she encouraged my interests and and growing up, I obviously, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, Harry Potter, Narnia, you name it and so and, my, and well, what i liked wasn't just the writing but also the pictures um and no i'm not that one kid that's like how can you read this there's no pictures <laughs> and um yeah and when i realized it could become a career mm-hmm. i was like yeah i want to do that that's what i want to do i knew what i wanted when i was young and i think i'm very lucky to have that opportunity because most kids these days don't even know what they want to do and i feel so sad for them um don't they all want to be youtube stars oh my god yeah they also want to be like tiktok famous oh god (sighs) influences i'm not trying to be like a preacher of down with this down with that Mm -hmm. but be more realistic Um, yeah 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 and so i i spent most of my young years as a boy trying to write books like my idols um and i i had i had this comic book club in high school i mean not high school primary school and (laughs) i just I just wanted to feel like Marvel, and I I I tried to write my own Marvel comics, yeah. and I tried to write them as frequently as possible, and then try to sell them to people on the playground or something. And I would do it all in the library on a round table with my friends, and we'd wow. all be shooting ideas off each other. But deep down, I just thought like, I'm forcing them into this, and they just don't really know how to say no, do they? Yeah, yeah. But. I couldn't read the room at the time, so... Well, yeah, and I mean, that's obviously the challenge. So we've had a few interesting guests. Um, we've had Shane Evans, who's a, um, who was at uh, Sandbox. Um, well, he wasn't. His um, Art of Evans was. Um, and he's been on a couple of times. He's an illustrator and comic book writer. Yeah. Um, but our very first episode, we had um, Aki Fukuoka, mm-hmm. and she was very nice to bring in some of the... Um, the comic books and they're, they're literally books that you get over in japan yeah where oh manga yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. where you go to a, a vending machine and you get the 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 comic the book the manga and you just sit there and read it and then you leave it somewhere yeah that's 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 so cool because like everything in japan is in a vending machine or somehow mm. like how how and why why is that there you could just i don't know have a shelf yeah, you like could. a normal person. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've. I, I mean I've seen hot dogs in vending machines, right? How crazy is that? Yeah, like I mean, I mean obviously this is normal to them and yeah. not to us. But yeah, I should I should probably watch what I say because <laughs> you know how sensitive people are nowadays. Well, look, we do. You know, no one no one's here to get cancelled, mate. 
Yeah, I want you to be cancelled. I'm just trying to this be This isn't respectful. the cancel podcast. I'm just, this is the artistic podcast. I know. I'm just trying to be respectful so that I don't oh, yeah. burn any bridges <clears throat> from people listening. Um, but um, continuing with my story. Yeah, please. Carry on. I loved this specific illustrator. I don't really follow his work nowadays, but he's an Australian illustrator named uh, Terry Denton. Okay. He did a lot of, like, kids' books, like, silly stuff, like uh, the the something-if story treehouse. Like, it's a, it started at... Fir- Wait, what? It, the, 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 the 134 story treehouse? It started... My son reads those! It, it started at 13, and then they add 13 stories yeah. in every volume, and I don't know what number they're at now, but I read 100 that... 100 and something, yeah. Yeah, when I was younger, guess what? It was at 36 stories when I was younger. Okay. It's still going. It is. And I don't even read it anymore. Like 148 or something stupid like that. I hate growing up. That's that's another <laughs> thing. Unfortunately, growing up is inevitable. Uh, if that wasn't a thing, I'd probably still be in my mid-twenties. Yeah, like I... I I still feel like I have the mind of a child just piloting an adult mech <laughs> robot because I don't, I don't feel like an adult, but people tell me I am. I'm like, am I... Am I? Am I really? I though? don't believe you. Yeah. I still feel like playing with Legos, so yes. I don't get it. And but yeah, enough with that. But like, no, uh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Dude. Yes, I hundred percent get what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. You feel like you're a kid, and you're. It's like you know Pacific Rim. You're kind of piloting this adult mech, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm meant to be doing. Yeah, it's like imposter. <laughs> I feel like an imposter. Um. <laughs> But, but yeah, <laughs> continuing, um, Terry Denton, I loved his work because he would illustrate while his friend Andy Griffith, Griffiths, Griffins, um, he would write the, um, Andy Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. He would write the story yeah. and he would do the pictures and not miss, not trying to mix it between Andy Griffiths and the Andy Griffiths show. It's not related. No. My grandparents thought it was. Oh, it's priceless. Yeah. And, um when i was younger i just was like oh this can become a career i want to do that and so i tried writing books and it never worked because of how the type of books i wanted to make were so big yeah and i did just the commitment is so hard i completely underestimated how how making a book is i thought oh this is easy no it's not it's not so much meticulous planning so much meticulous like drawing and writing and when you're a one-man band it's like you're on your own this is this is going to take years and so i needed to find a new direction okay when did you sort of figure this out well when i when i obviously when i knew when i wanted to write books it was at six okay but as i grew up i was like i need to do more than one thing because i don't feel like this is going to fulfill me in every every point of the way so like okay so like if i do one thing i'd probably go insane i need i need to stimulate myself and do multiple things multiple things that yeah. make me happy and when you challenge your brain to do multiple shit it, it becomes more and more like muscle memory uh you might say well you're you're, you're kind of exercising that brain right and yeah as opposed to just being like well i'm going to do this one thing for the rest of my life yeah and i'm going to do this one thing we're going to be i'm going to be really good at it but i'm only going to do one thing yeah you know whereas if you do multiple things you get the opportunity to you know kind of be good at different bits and pieces right yeah but every outlet gives you a different feeling yeah and it's not necessarily the possibility of of i mean i i yes i do consider this uh next point but i do like obviously there's a possibility where if you do one thing it just might not work out ever so yeah but I don't do it necessarily thinking, oh, this will never work out. I do it because, oh, this is insane. I, I can't I can't do this every single day of my life. 
I want to do more than one thing. Like, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I put examples around like Johnny Depp, for example. Like, holy crap, have you seen that guy? He acts. Yes. He directs his own movies sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And he's in a band. Yeah. He's in a band with Alice Cooper and Joe, Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Yeah, I believe he's also a photographer and a painter as well. Yeah, he's a painter. Yeah, wine collector. So, yeah. Oh, wine collector? Yeah, well, he drinks a lot of wine, so he has to collect it, right? Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's not just going to be whipping down to the pack and save, going, what red have you got on special at the moment? Nah, he probably goes off into the wine country. And Absolutely. Goes, goes off into some wine cell and go like, where, where's your finest rosé? There you go. <laughs> you, That's know, it. you know what I'm talking about. You, you know how he speaks, right? The, your rosé. Like, he, yeah. he, he, doesn't, he doesn't speak American, but he speaks like a mix between the two, English and American, yeah. like UK accent, like... Where's your finest rosé? Uh, where's yeah. all, where, where's all the rum? <laughs> yeah, where's all the rum gone? <laughs> now, I I, the, I guess the question I have for you. So I remember what it was like for high school myself. Oh, you're as right. a as a creative person, right? I I I went to an all boys school. Same. And um, there, uh, rugby was king. Of course. With um, cricket being a very close second. Um, and I loved theatre. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't cool enough to play instruments at the time. Right. Um, but I loved acting and behind the scenes and right. all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So high school for me was very much go, try not to you know, mess up too much in class, mm-hmm. get passable grades, but go to the drama room at lunchtime so I could watch a, a, a movie. Yeah. Um, Producer Andrew also went to an all boys school and uh, had uh, had struggles as well. Um, yeah. So, what was it like for you? <laughs> yeah, I feel you, bro. Yeah. Um, as as someone with Asperger's and being creative, how was high school for you? Oh boy, you're touching on a very forbidden yeah, fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm hungry. Well, so let's snack on this fruit, shall we? Well, you've been warned. Okay, warning content. Warning. Are we, is this a trigger warning? Is that what the well, young kids say nowadays? Well, yes, if you can consider that I was called some certain names that oh, I probably wow. shouldn't say. Let's just be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <coughs> where Excuse do me. I start? Um, year nine was awful, and obviously, um, my my parents are probably going to be watching this, so I'm going to be as vague as possible, <laughs> as diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that I can keep, so that I can not embarrass them. But um, so when I was in year, like year nine till yeah, it was um a very very hard time. Yeah, I'm not saying I have it. I I don't I don't. I'm sure people have it much worse. But for me, I wanted friends, real friends. I wanted respect mm. from people, like yeah. because in intermediate school I was walked all over by everybody, including the teachers. They they made me feel less of a person. They made me feel like I was lesser. Like they talked down to me. Yeah. Obviously, I'm young, and that's what happens. But like, I mean, they literally undermined my my willingness confidence and my self-esteem com- confidence. yeah yes and so i've i told you before we started the yeah. interview that i tried music yeah that might have not happened if i if i stuck if that might not have happened if i didn't decide to try again because um oh wow in music class in intermediate school i was really really struggling and the teacher didn't make it better Okay. Can right. I can I say his name? Because he's uh, retired. What's it? yeah? <laughs> is it, hang on. Is the teacher from Whangarei? Yes. Okay. Let's just say the teacher. Can I call him Mister K? Sure. Yeah. Let's M- go. Mister K's fine. Mister K, you know who he was. Wow. <laughs> Staring straight down the camera as well. We're gonna have to cut okay. to that shot. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> okay. So he said some things. And he noticed that I was switching instruments every second. My mind was racing all mm. the time because I didn't know how to play instruments at the time. I wanted to be a pianist, 
don't don't you dare think what i did like i did i said pianist funny haha but um <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> sorry i i uh i wanted to play the piano yeah and i also wanted to play guitar and at the same time i was like maybe drums would be dope mm. and i tried drums is dope yeah and i tried some of them and some of them just weren't feeling right for me especially yeah. drums no no disrespect to other drummers out there i have so much respect for you guys that's stamina um but like yeah. but like oh my god he took me to the side and instead of helping me or encouraging me he said you have a system and your system is shit and you will never own up to anything wow at least that's what i think he said and that crushed me i left the class crying and bawling my eyes out and he was there mocking me and saying yeah. saying oh you're gonna go home to your mummy and blah 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 and i was i didn't know what to do and so i just took it and taking it, it just made the scar bigger mm. i don't have that scar anymore it's healed okay, good. because look at me now baby i'm on here baby yeah exactly <laughs> hello baby <laughs> 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 Freaking um, what's his name? Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Like, but um, <laughs> rock and roll. Um, but um, he destroyed my confidence for the next few years. Yeah. And I left with so much wounds from people just destroying me, and the system there was terrible too. Like. If you got in trouble, they send you to the office. Yeah. And instead of going to the detention room, you just sign a slip going like, what you do? Blah, blah, blah. I did this. Will you do it again? Maybe. And then yeah. you'd give it back and then leave. Yeah. No one learns anything. And I was like, how does that work? It doesn't. And, but I knew they were wrong. And so I always kept my heart on my sleeve and I know I I'm, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break from this, but I know what I want. But I'm gonna go with my gut and just take a little break and just focus on my studies. Northern Artists Conversation is proud to support One One Six. One One Six are located on Bank Street in Whangarei, and uh, an amazing venue that uh, you can actually hire um, if you're looking to hold uh, an event or looking to hire a venue for a special occasion, uh, 116 on Bank Street are an absolutely fantastic place. Uh, you can simply uh, contact them via email off their website or through Facebook as well. Uh, 116 have had such amazing events in the past as the Whangarei Fringe Festival, and they've also held the Plunge pop culture convention there as well. Um, they also have uh, local artists that also put performances on, as well as incoming artists that come into the region as well and want to be able to do things like have plays or perform music or any of those sorts of cool things. 116 are also home to the amazing Beagle radio station as well, which is a uh, local initiative uh, that is all set up with um, some very, very talented people um, that actually love what they do and they do it all for free. So it's very, very cool. So uh, 116 uh, on Bank Street, um, proudly um, supported by the Northland Artist Conversation. So Intermediate sounds kind of like it was the, the, the starting point for some of the challenges that were to flow through to the high school period, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, you got that right. Um, now, I know how hard it was for me, and, and I'm... Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, I'm only a couple of years older than you. 48. Oh, yeah? You, 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 oh, yeah? 48, yeah. I didn't notice. Thank you kindly. <laughs> it's the grey in the beard. Um, so, I I mean, I know how hard it was for me in, in high school, and I know how, how crap it was. Not crap all the time. I do remember good times. Like, I remember having some, you know, good quality mates and stuff like that. But Oh, yeah, mine was different. Yeah. I, we had, obviously, we had a very different experience. But then also in saying that, man schooling in general from when i went to when you went a vastly different i didn't have a mobile phone yeah you know none of that sort of technology stuff at all um 
Mm-hmm. Now, if I wanted to call up a mate, I'd have to ask mum if I could use the phone. I'd lift up the phone off the handset, and if I wanted to have a private call, I'd have to go as far as the cord would allow me. Let me guess, was it one of those phones that had the little, like, thing that you put up to your ear, and you go, hello, a concert <laughs> operator? Wow, I am not that old. <laughs> But thank you for making me feel that way. Um, no, I had the one where you'd lift the handset off. and, and Hello, you had, operator. You, get, no, operators were gone. Get me on to the prime minister. You, you, <laughs> it's okay. I can take a good mocking every now and then. But it was the rotary phone. Where you're, you're I'm not, sorry. You don't have to be. Yeah. I take the piss out of guests all the time. It's nice to receive some back for once. Um, uh, I, I have a bit of a fascination with old things in general, so... Because some of the things I see in film and stuff that I'm like, why did like, why did I never have that when I was younger? Because mm. when I was younger, when I was younger, I believed there was no color until t- color. Like like you know those 1960s films with color. Yeah. I mean no color. Yeah. I believed that because reality had no color until until <laughs> until tv had color i i thought that the no color on a film was their reality and that they were colorless it's okay i handed my son a um a cassette mm-hmm. and he didn't know what to do with it oh he really didn't know what it was he, my son's not even 12 so oh, okay. fair play but you know it's like i had cassettes growing up Yes, no. I mean I had a little bit, but they weren't really mine. No, 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 no. You were you were the the CD digital download. Oh, sorry. I was so, born in two thousand and four. All right, now I feel really old. Um, so you're the oh, you're around the time of illegal downloading. You're yes. around the time of um, LimeWire. Oh, Napster. Yeah, Napster. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. You are Napster. You are Lime. What Kazar? Uh, I don't really use any of them. Oh, you didn't? Because I, I, I still... I never did either. The thing was, was that I, I had restricted internet access <laughs> yeah. when I was a little boy, when I was a little chum. Good. Um, and <laughs> I... very British of you. Yeah, yeah. And to, to be honest, I'm, I'm quite thankful for that. I, I'm, I feel very lucky to have grown up the way I have because yeah. of my parents being the way they were. My dad, with my musical journey... It all started with him introducing me to ACDC. Classic Aussie yeah. rock. Well done. Good Let's, work, Dad. Yep, yep. Dad, love you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he he played me back in black. And oh, wow. when I heard that fun wow. when I heard that thunderous bam like I was just floored. I yeah. was like I need more of this in my life, mm-hmm. Dad. Give it to me. Yeah. And Am I too loud? No, you're uh, fine. We yeah. Can, again, we can edit this. And then he it's introduced great. me to more and more shit as I grew up. Yeah. ACDC, Metallica, yes. Megadeth, uh, Poison. Oh, yes. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Rush, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, and then uh, other things too. And then my granddad would introduce me to things as well, like Joe Cocker, the Beatles, uh, the Buzzcocks, um, what else? Uh, status Quo, uh, Boston. It's all rock. Yeah. I think it all falls under that rock, hard rock, progressive rock. And it's all yeah. rock related, right? Yeah. And, and it's not butt rock. Yeah. But it's just rock. Yeah. And let's just say, um, during my musical journey, I slowly, during that break in intermediate, where it was like, I was in year eight, which was mm. the final year. Yeah. And then I would have a break and then go into year nine. Um, I was searching myself at that time because I had a lot of friends, friends, and they walked all over me and they, I, like, I have so many sketchbooks and I, I can't even show you them because... The darkness? No, no, because I couldn't leave them unattended. Because they would draw a massive dong on them. Right, okay. Every right. every drawing had a massive dong on them, or yeah. it would be like you belong in H E L L or That's hell for those of you that are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they would write really mean stuff in my books. Well they're not really friends in, are they? Well no, they're no, they're acquaintances. No, some of them were just complete randos in my class that just wouldn't leave me alone as well. Right, okay. Um like I like I drew like anthropomorphic animals because i really liked like thundercats and 
Yes. Yes, and I and then they started going like, "Oh, you're a pervert." Me, me, me. You, you like animals, and yeah, I'm like what are you on about and mm. then i looked in my sketchbook and then they started writing like aspie and stuff like that and uh, like i i don't i didn't do anything to deserve it and so i was wondering why it was me getting the short end of the stick and getting treated badly what meanwhile there's another kid like me and he's being treated like a king like and he's not even doing mm. anything like he's just being himself. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing, and I'm not. And I was so confused. School. Yeah. Man, wait, producer Andrew chimed in there as well. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's a minefield, and I don't think it's ever gotten any easier. Mm. Ever gotten easier. So I tell you what, here's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Let's skip over yeah a lot would, of high school i would love to just like get into the positive let's notes. let's do that let's just say let's say this mm-hmm. i think we can both agree well actually all three of us producer andrew included uh high school was shit yes and i think Amen. we can leave it and we can leave it at that but i still <laughs> i i'll touch on the positive notes which was my musical journey i was gonna say music man yeah so at the time, I was listening to everything, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I need something different, because I started getting a little bit tired of the same old stuff, rock and roll all the time. Like, don't get me wrong, I can, I can love me some, like, Alice in Chains and oh, yes. Pixies and Corn. Yeah. But sometimes there are times where i just want something else and so Mm. i discovered lots and lots of music i listened to indie rock indie pop and folk music and then country music and then it just started going on and on from there and also pop punk yeah and i really like nowadays I say that normally who I listen to now that I've carried on since high school, it's a very small amount, but no, but anything you put on, I'm okay with, but I wouldn't actively go out and seek it. But what I do normally listen to is a random mix. I go to the CD shop, um, Vine Street Vinyl. I, I'm just plugging them in because they're a small business and I'd love oh, to. Oh, that's in the cake shop, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, cross, so across the road from Bryheart, yeah. there's the cake shop. But if you go through the cake shop and upstairs, mm-hmm. there's the, the vinyl section, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a bit of a record freak. So I would go there and whatever ounce of like money, pocket money I could get, I would buy something, anything I could find. Yeah. And so I picked out as much random crap as I could. Not calling it crap as in like... I mean like as in like... Random artists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I I, I discovered things from just buying things and going in blindly. Yeah. And I found Paul Simon, yes. Pr- Prince, yeah. uh, Bob Dylan. And Bob Dylan is a legend. Absolutely. I love his poetry. Well, he's Bob Dylan, isn't he? Yeah, I love his poetry. He inspired me to try a different style that wasn't rock. He made me pick up the acoustic guitar and play harmonica at the same time. Oh, wow. Wow. I do that sometimes, but most of the time it's electric. Um, But sometimes I will write like acoustic stuff. And so I started getting into him and then Sinead O'Connor. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, the Pogues like Irish folk. This is where it gets more and more random because it's like this is Irish music now, you can jig to. The the Pogues. Is that the band where the singer has like hardly any teeth and they're rotten yep. and he's like ah, yes that's, that's it. it's like a christmas it's like a christmas song or something yes. like that, right? it's the fairy tale of new york star featuring kirsty mccall there we go yeah, yeah. and that that helped me through a lot of tough times it's a very very happy song well with a dark message but it's a very very happy mm. song and that really helped me in my times of trouble uh, and I will forever love Shane McGowan for everything. There we go. He's, Shane McGowan, that's yeah, the guy. I will, for, I will forever love Shane McGowan. I consider him 
Irish Bob Dylan because of the stuff he wrote. Yeah. And it's a very big honor. This this is a, this is another honor too. Um, I drew a portrait of him once, and really? I posted it on Twitter, and guess who saw it? He did. His wife. Oh, that's wicked, man. That's and cool. She retweeted it, and I, she's so nice too. Yeah. Victoria Mary Clark. Okay. Um, she follows me on Twitter. I don't know if she'll see it, but I doubt mm, she will. She might do. But but yeah, she's seen my stuff before, and I told her personally how much Shane meant to me. And she would send me hearts, um, not not really much messages, so I can't say I'm very close. Yeah. But it would be just like love hearts, or it would be like, oh, that's so cool, like telling her how much Shane's music helped help me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you've you've had quite a quite a. Um it's a very instrument driven mm -hmm. um, musical journey yeah uh, and obviously all this time you've been doing um art as well yeah I'd, I'd like to take the opportunity to kind of explore what you've brought in all right um because i think do you this wanna... is really cool yeah man yeah do you, do you want to start with the portraits or the other thing well let's have a look at the because you've you've been very generous to bring in um an actual framed piece of art so i'd like to start with that if that's okay yeah i can they hear me? Uh, no, you, you do need the microphone. I I was like scrambling to find some stuff that I wow. that I wouldn't be embarrassed to show. Um, because Cause, cause these were on sale at Fandom, eh? Not all of them. Okay. There's there's one that hasn't been put on sale before, but it really? has it has been exhibited at like Jesse Rose's. Let's start with that. Because okay. that will be amazing. Let's have a look at this. Now, Jesse Rose is a um, a local like illustrator. Like and um, yeah, wow. No, no. Uh, yep, yep. We're going to throw it to that camera. Um, and now what have we got here? It says Tidal Wave. Yes, indeed. Um, so Is it um, a Grateful Dead piece? No, but I can tell you that they are one of my inspirations with wow. art. So obviously... I um as a as a person who oh no you Jackie uh, that way you can keep talking yeah. as a person who likes to be organized yeah uh, with <laughs> OCD um, then grab your I, microphone I have closer <laughs> I have a particular way of branding myself and catering to audiences I. Um, I would say that if I were to specifically pick two types of people as mm -hmm. an audience, I would say I cater to Grateful Dead fans, like mm, hippies, uh, indie sleaze kids. and Indie sleaze kids, okay. Yeah, indie sleaze. So like the mid-2000s, you know, like um, Vampire Weekend, The Strokes. Oh, yes. Um, Two-door cinema club. Um those kinds of people the ones you find going like oh i listen to the arctic monkeys you've probably never heard of them yeah yeah but um wow um i cater to those people and also people that are part of like a cottage core aesthetic so if you don't know what that is it's oh, i was just about to say what the hell is cottage core so it sounds like something some kind of metal subgenre no cottage core is like um the only way I can define it is it's people, a type of group of people that like fantasy stuff, but also want to completely cut themselves off from the real, from, from society, modern society and just live old fashionedly like in a cottage or like in a magical forest or something. Okay. They're the types of people that really like elves and frogs and stuff like that. I like fantasy. I like I like psychedelic type artwork, but I wouldn't say I'm a participator in it. I would just say I'm a fan of it. Um, and this particularly was an idea for a shirt. It's called Tidal Wave because um, I did this thing a few months back. My aunt, um, bless her heart, um, she lives in Portugal, and she has a business or has been involved with the business involving printing and graphic design and yeah. putting things on like shirts, 
and I think a lot of people around her put stuff on surfboards and skateboards. Oh wow, cool man! And she she really wanted me to put my art on shirts, and I would I would always go like, no, no, not yet. And you'd be surprised with how much you're missing out on when you say no every single day. If you focus on a month of just saying yes to any opportunity you get, you'd be surprised on where you get. I dedicated one month to saying yes. Yeah. And so I said yes to that. Wow. And she said, make a bunch of pieces and we'll decide which ones we should punch the shirts mm-hmm. and we'll try to sell them on Etsy. Is uh, this one of them? Nah. Well, it's a thing that didn't get used. Okay, right. But I can say with confidence that I, my dad knows some people and he's going to help me try and get that done as well uh, without having to send it all the way over to Portugal. Um, that's a hell of a yeah i'd have to scan it in and send it via email and then wait months for her to do the finishing touches and so tidal wave is more like it's not deep there's no deeper meaning it's just interpretation yeah and it's it's more or less stuff that you can look at and then feel good i like to tap in to people's um nostalgia like i like i i'm obsessed with nostalgia okay probably because growing up is really hard and painful and i just want to go back to a simpler time but i know that would never ever happen but i channeled that sort of pain into my art and stuff that is familiar to me Mm. and i just want to see if it's familiar to other people too but I also do it because it's fun, because you're not thinking, you're just doing it and then seeing what happens. Yeah. And you're also looking at reference images, so like stuff from like Ween or Grateful Dead or King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're a real band. Yes, they are. They're my favorite. They're an Australian band. Um, I would love to tour with them. Um, but... Um, I would look at stuff like that from like Jason Galia, I think his name is. He does the King is and the Wizard artwork. Yeah. And I love his stuff. It is so meticulous. It is amazing. Brilliant, man. It's like an apocalyptic balalaika carnival romp. That's what I call it. Wow. That's diverse. It's crazy, man. Yeah. His stuff, it's so diverse. It can go one day. One day he could just design like a dragon destroying like castles. And then one day he'll just be like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to draw like a little nice little paper mache, uh, little nice little positive vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just, it's always different. Yeah. So let's have a look at what else you've got because these all, I, I love it when artists bring work in because i find you i tell you what you grab one i'll grab the other one okay uh okay um first this this is this is more like less of the that less that and less more, psychedelic this is more cottage core so okay. like the cottage core people will love this all right cottage uh, core uh or like the the fantasy sort of geeks will like this um, oh wow yeah yeah i'm a big fan of norse mythology and um, because I, I'm Norwegian, so I look into my roots. Sorry, the price tag is still on it. Um, I, I tried to sell it, and it didn't seems, sell. Seems fair and reasonable. Next exhibition I do, though, I will say this will be in stock. I will be trying to sell this. Nice. So and if anyone's interested, what, yeah. What's the other one we've got there? This one is obviously back to that kind of style yeah it was the first thing i ever did um this well, one well well no no i mean the first psychedelic type artwork okay. i did yeah cool this was an experiment and it just went so well i was like i'll make copies of this and then try and see if that sells and if it sells well i'll keep going in this direction brilliant let's have a look at it let's see what we've got here um so I made this last year and I can only tell you how it was made and not what it means. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a description or it describes how I felt at that time. So if you can't remember, um, last year 
what last year's summer was so bloody hot and i spent that de- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do the big reveal because i'm a bit shocked and there we go <laughs> so I, it's um can um, can you tell i am very uh, <laughs> can you tell people think i'm crazy um so when i was last just, year um that's out there man last that's year the, that's the shit of nightmares yeah um last year i it was so bloody hot i i i i sleep in a shed uh with and a nice little cozy shed but um i would wake up in a boiling hot room because it's like tin so like the, yeah, the yeah, heat yeah, yeah. the heat just travels in and there's no air conditioning and the fan doesn't do much and so i would wake up in hot hot saunas and so i just was like i can't do this i had to go outside nearly every single day and sometimes i wouldn't have shit to do i would just be walking walking yeah. walking because i don't want to go home because my room is so hot yeah and so i drew how it felt you drew that to be in that heat wave i think if it had a name i would call it heat wave or heat wave 2022 yeah and so it felt like my face was melting and this was the only way i could describe it or, or like or like envision it i'm i i uh, it's based entirely off feeling yeah so i wasn't i wasn't going off thinking i was more like going off of feeling so, so you went, there wasn't a lot of thought process behind it, it was yes. more like what's the feeling process yeah. behind it like if it nice. feels the way like if i did a stroke around like and if it felt the way it should be then yeah. just go with it yeah and then see what happens from there i can always go back and change it later and that's the mindset i went into it with and that that's what came out of it and i promise you <laughs> I'm I'm not I do not participate in the consumption of magic mushrooms. Nope, I do not. I I'll do be not. honest, that's that I saw that at the top. I was like, bro, that's some mushy shit going on right there. No, let me explain that. Um yeah, please. <laughs> I have a I have a goal. Yes. And the goal is I want to make a production company called Toadstool Productions. The reason it's called that is because I want to do film yeah music yeah and just art stuff yeah and i want to help people around this town but only only when i'm in a position where i don't have to worry about myself yeah 100 percent. and so toadstools are my favorite plant um okay there the way i see it is that there are two different ways you can see the mushroom it is the fantasy mm-hmm. like ooh elves fairies p- pixies but on the other side it's psychedelic drugs well, i kind of look at it and i go well it goes great with steak yeah so yeah. food or just is it, is it, could it be the third one or you see it and you go mario <laughs> uh, mario yahoo <laughs> so i mean for those people that missed it, you had quite a, a big um, uh, presence at Sandbox. Um, I did, and it was night. Well, yeah, you had like a whole table. I mean, there were well, there were people that we've had on the podcast that had never even thought of putting themselves out there. Really, um, and they saw people like yourself and you know Shane Evans and you know some of the other people doing their things. They're like, "Wow, you know, we really want to do that. I mean, we're going to get involved next year." So, yeah. the fact that you had the courage to be able to do this speaks speaks volumes, man. So, what, is there anything cool that you've got coming up? Well, um, I don't have any exhibitions coming up right now, but I should probably say. If I do, you should probably follow my Instagram because that's where I'll be posting about Which it. Which is? Matty Fox, but it's underscore Matty Fox underscore all lowercase. And you will find my account, but it has a profile picture. And the profile picture is the Fox Robin Hood because that's my... Oh. Yes. Yeah, it's my yeah. favorite Disney movie, so I just I yeah. know that I know that one as well. It's He's hilarious. the inspiration for the Matty Fox brand itself because um the reason I call myself that is because one, I, my real name is really hard. Well, for some reason, everyone pronounces it wrong. 
And so if they go, if the teacher got it wrong, that would be my nickname for the rest of the year. And so I dedicated my time to telling people to call me Matt or Matty. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to make this a alias. And I called myself Matty Fox because I never really felt like a person person. Sometimes I just, I feel like, like I have a, a, a an animal form. I, I feel like with every personality, there is an animal that resembles them. Right. Okay. And so let's say you have someone who is like disorganized and is hyperactive. I, I would kind of consider them to have like the attributes of a hyena. And right makes sense because they're very like hyper like mm. and with me i just think i'm a fox because i i obviously they are loud but then there are the types that are very quiet when need to be sly when need to be but at the same time they have wit yeah and i can adapt and that's what they they can do. Um, I adapt in social situations sometimes if I know how to. And I mean, you must have done okay. You're sitting here in a chair with me. Well, yeah, because I feel comfortable enough to do it. Look, and you know, I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, I just I have a judge of character, and I don't know how that happened. It was just a thing that I had since primary school. I if if a teacher had a certain thing that they would do that seemed out of place yeah i wouldn't automatically dislike them and then later on i turns out i'd be right and they were all accidents to me yeah or just lucky guesses well thank you very much for taking the chance on us man really appreciate it so oh thank yeah Yeah. thanks very much for coming into the north and artist conversation before we before we finish i just need to also tell people moving forward my goals uh, will obviously be in uh, exhibitions. Yes. Um, I will be studying to get my diploma in graphic design. Wicked. But when I get the chance, I'm going to try a little bit of like film stuff. So if, cool, I, man. if I don't have any cameras, I'm going to try and like dip into some film sets and try acting if, if I have the confidence to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram if yep. you need any updates on my exhibitions because I don't use anything else besides TikTok and Discord. Used to use Twitter, but you know, not anymore. Twitter's awful. That's all right. Yeah. So thanks, man. Thank you very much for coming in. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. God bless. <laughs> yeah. There you go, everyone. That was uh, Maddie Fox, um, producer Andrew. What did you think about the uh, the podcast? That was cool. His art is wicked. Um, I really want to uh, get him to do a, a like a, a album cover for like a Spotify release or something. That'd w- be. Was there one um, particular? Because because he had three pieces up. That, that definitely that tidal wave one. Yeah, and that was that was kind of the bigger one out of it, eh? It was the one that yeah, he... The what one did he say? Looked like uh, Grateful Dead? Yeah, yeah, and it definitely <coughs> did. Um, we'll try to put a bigger rendition of it in there, but um, yeah. Oh, we can slap something up in the middle, yeah, can't we? for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, obviously, this is a bit of a, a new thing um, on the podcast as well, as we've finally figured out how to uh, include uh, the person behind the mic as well. So, what, what? Uh, this is very cool. Um, you know, it's just one of the many, many changes that we've got moving forward. So, we're definitely looking at, you know, continuing this, just kind of something that's a little bit more novel, kind of cool. I'm going flick to flick to my camera now. Um, yeah. Matt, Maddie, man, it, you know it was interesting because he's he's young, he's a lot younger than you know a lot of the guests we've had on, um, but such a cool guy, man. Some of those jokes, oh, the rapid fire was hilarious. This is the part where you talk, producer Andrew. Oh my bad, I'm just busy drawing <coughs> things off camera. Man, yeah, you're just scribbling on <laughs> shit is what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, you're gonna need to um. Turn your phone or your headphones down a little bit on the intro and outro on our 
<laughs> yeah. On our uh, rapid fire this week. Yes, especially <laughs> especially the outro with his um, a particular yeah. Metallica impression. Indeed, that was yep. done there, which was very cool. Yep. Kept it all in. Yep, we're we're leaving <laughs> in as much as we can, which is great. Um, yeah. What was the what was what, you, what for you? What was the one thing you got out of it? Um. I guess when you talked about school, I relate a lot. <laughs> you know, yeah, same. It seems to be a similar journey for like um, musos and artists. They kind of misunderstood it those years. Yeah, when you yeah. should be running around climbing trees and breaking your arms or whatever, like I did. Or break both well. of them at the same like, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Scrape yeah. half your face off. Or, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but dark there. But true story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I I definitely related a lot to his experiences in high school because, you know, I'm I'm a couple of decades older than older than him um but it was like it it, not a lot they say a lot's changed but you you listen to it and you go well actually maybe yeah maybe not as not as much as changed as you think Yeah, it's like me and my little brother he's 10 years younger than me yeah a little bit yeah 10 years and um he went through a lot of the same shit that i went through and the same scale except this time you can't get away from it (laughs) <laughs> no because you're all you got an online life as well so yes yeah interesting times the digital presence mm. um yeah so look where can you the listener or viewer find out more about our podcast well um here we go there's a few different places i'm going to give you the uh video first so for the video you can find us on facebook instagram and youtube all northland artists conversation uh for audio you can find us on spotify Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, again, Northland Artists Conversation. Uh, and if you are an artist or if you know someone that's an artist and you think they might do really well in this setup, um, man, we'd love to have them on. Um, we are also in the process of working through to be able to do uh, remote podcasts as well. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> um, we were going to be able to um, actually not have all the guests come to the studio because you know we, we've we've heard the feedback and um, you know uh, yeah you know at petrol being almost well it's over three bucks a litre now uh, it's just not cost effective for people from uh, you know Kitakiri or Dargaville or Kaikoui or Kaitaia um, to uh, or Carmo or Carmo. Hey, what? Um, you know, to to come and see us. So you know, we're 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 working very hard behind the scenes to be able to make that available as well. So if you are interested, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, and that email address is hello at northernartistconversation.co.nz. We try and keep it simple here. Um, and if you would like to support the podcast, um, we would love your support. You can do that via the normal ways, which is uh, YouTube, which is like, share, subscribe, or Facebook or Instagram, which is uh, give us a heart, follow us, uh, leave a comment, um, anything along those lines. We do appreciate it. The other way you can do it is by uh, joining Patreon as well. Uh, Patreon is uh, where you can donate a little bit of money each month um, to say, yeah, we we really like what you guys are doing. We think it's really cool. Um, And we've got two tiers of that. We've got the first tier, which is five bucks a month. Super cheap, less than a a, uh, large cup of coffee or that energy drink uh, or even that bottle of water sometimes. Um, And what that does is that's just a way of saying, hey, you know, we really like what you're doing. Thanks very much. Keep it up. Uh, Second tier we have is uh, Coffee Addict. And that's 20 bucks a month, so a little bit more expensive. But what you get out of that is you get to know who's coming up uh, before anyone else does. You also get to ask uh, any questions. So if there's a question you would like me to ask an artist, you simply just uh, pop that in through the Patreon chat and I will ask the guest. Um, And then you'll also get a shout out on uh, the podcast as well, which is what I'm going to do now. So I'm going to thank Lauren Roach. Uh, who has been with us for a very long time. Thank you very much, Lauren. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Michael Boda. Michael, you are still and always will be the man. Um, And we've also got um, Maggie Coco. Um, Maggie, I know how busy you are, and I hope that your uh, production with Nimi um, from a couple of weeks ago went really, really well. Um, and uh, the lovely Janet Purchase as well. Um, Janet, uh, yeah, you cannot wait for your book to come out. I think that's going to be absolutely amazing. So 
where can you find Patreon if you want to join? Well, there's two ways. The first way you can do is you can go to Google, type in Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, go to the top right-hand corner, uh, create an account, uh, sign up and all those good things. Type in uh, Northern Artist Conversation. Uh, pick the tier that you'd like to support. Go from there. Second way you can find us, super easy. Open your web page, go to your browser and type in www.patreon.com forward slash Northern Artist Conversation. Again, create an account, top right hand corner, um, and then pick your tier, Bob's your uncle. It's super simple, really. I don't think I've missed anything. No, I don't think I have. All right, I'm going to go from my camera to the wide now. Now, producer Andrew, I guess. You know, we're sort of leading up to that time of year where it's going to start getting a bit warmer. Yep. Summer's going to start coming into play. Yep. Um, what do you think's in on the cards for Northern Creatives as we sort of move into the the uh, later part of the year? Hopefully, some outdoor shows. Yes. Uh, some, oh, yes. You know, under that great Northern sunshine that we all missed out yeah, on last year. Definitely. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it this year. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, that whole five days of summer that we got this year was amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, that was um, yeah, the brief. Rain. Yeah, five days <laughs> and uh, two months of rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and hurricanes. And hurricanes. Well, cyclones. Same thing. I don't know. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. One spins one way, one spins the other, or something. Well, it'll, be, it'll be something trivial. Yeah, it'll be. Well, I'm sure to the people that have to live through the devastation, yeah. it's not trivial. But we'll just say <laughs> it's probably my bad. It's probably something that's going to be relatively easy to explain. Yeah. Um, look, thank you very much, everyone, for sticking through us, um, checking out the Northern Artist Conversation. My name is Mark Kelly. Behind the camera is producer Andrew, and um, we will see you guys real soon. Thank you.